The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Listeners, beware. Straight for the Mouths of Madness. I'm Lowdown. With me, as always, is F. You Hunter. What's up, you? Uh, I don't know. I razor motherfucking bitches. Too I, rich for your own fucking good bitches. Yeah, dude. What are you talking about? Like, I, these fuckers. This, like, I completely believe that there. This does happen on a level. Maybe not to the satire of the film, but rich people get bored. Yeah. And when you can just throw money away, like it matters nothing. Like the people turning, seeing who will do what for what is more enticing than like $500,000. That means you've got too much fucking money. And then you're torturing people for My Name is Earl and fucking Trailer Park Boys. Like, Dude, it's fucking out of control yeah, here, yeah. man. Like literally, when that, then this movie came out in 2012, they just picked two of the hot shows. Okay, we got these yeah. guys. Yeah. You, My Name is Earl. Yeah. You, Trailer Park Boys. Oh, and then you got what's his face? Old uh, fucking, uh, he was on Sopranos. He was Home Alone. Um, passed away like three years ago, four years ago. He's the first one to die. The alcoholic. Oh, yeah. Fucking John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah. 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 I saw him. I was like, oh, look, John Hurt. And like when, and then I was watching it. And I was like, when this movie come out? I'm like, oh fuck, yeah. Okay, this this was not his last film. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we dig into this film, uh, I would first like to ask you to please like, comment, share, subscribe, rate, review. All the stuff across social medias. It helps out the podcast greatly. Only takes you a few seconds, and we greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Now, on to tonight's episode. We are going to be talking about uh, this is on the chopping block episode 2012's would you rather yep and what he's referring to is the main cover is almost fulci-esque with a giant it, so it's like the 70s style poster yeah you know it's, it's, really, it's, it's really kind of cool. cool, grainy and yeah. there's eyeball with the a razor blade right and there. i immediately thought new york ripper yeah when i saw the poster because there's literally a scene where the dude takes the razor above the eye goes over the eye but he goes into the crevice by the nose so he doesn't pop the eyeball and then comes down the dude i was like uh and so I was like, please no. But that, the that, eye trauma. That, that cover art, it's like literally like half a fucking centimeter of the blade touching the fucking eye. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, eh. Yeah. The actual really. result. Well, for me, it was great. For Hunter, it was like, God damn it. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so you could definitely, so it's definitely dated with the main actress in this film. Definitely tell us 2012 film. You got fucking Brittany Snow. Yeah. Which. What has she done? X. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But, I mean. Before it, X. Yeah, I was saying, there's a little bit gap between the two. Dude, not only did she do X. and X I wonder if people out. were thinking, I wonder if people in, like, I mean, I know she did stuff later after 2012, but there was, there was like, a, we're basically getting it, there was, like, a five or six year gap where she really wasn't doing a lot, yeah. it seemed like. And, like, uh, the knowing Britney Snow, like, I never thought I would see her in X with a load on her ass. Yeah. Like, that, I never true. thought I would see that. Because she was in, what, between the two, I guess, what, Pitch Perfect? Yep. And, like... She's been in a lot of pink, uh... Yeah. style movies. Which is kind of crazy. This is kind of one of her early roles. It is. And then yeah. she went on to, like, that kind of stuff. Was she, in, was she in Tucker and Dale? No, it was a different blonde. Yeah, different blonde. The one that they kidnapped. She was the... Uh, I always think of her as the secretary in 30 Rock. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then you see her next, you're like, oh, damn, girl. <laughs> taking pipe <laughs> anyway uh 
maybe she this is what got her in love with indie horror. Maybe stuff like that, and that's why she did X. Because and you, X is and amazing, you got someone so. who's a horror icon well, as one of your main roles, Jeffrey Coombs, dude. Yeah. Which like, I think that's how that we came up with talking about this is we were talking with somebody the other night, and he brought up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know yeah. what's funny is I just saw a movie, and that was this movie. Would you rather? Yeah, yep. And man, more people need to talk to and ask questions about him, about this to him at cons, because like we need to get over the reanimator from beyond shit and start talking about some of his other stuff. He just fucks he the people all the scene, dude. He chews his I shit know. up, dude. And he just, but he just like just fucks with them. Is this not the most straight laced Jeffrey Coombs role you've seen? Like he's not odd at all no. he's just like crazy he's just sadistic yeah because he's like one or the other what are you gonna do yeah he's just so matter of fact you know because everything everything he's known for he plays like slightly twerk tweaked odd character oh you mean like uh him and um frighteners yeah god, oh dude. god with the cushion for the hemorrhoids <laughs> that haircut <laughs> yeah i mean just all around he's a fucking well, i'll be fair castle freak he was pretty straight laced okay he was just a average joe husband inherited a castle <laughs> he's with it enough that he obviously has money and he has enough to convince these people to come to this night. Well, like, it's because he's not, he, the, he's the not doctor, crazy from the start. The doctor, I guess that's part that's I guess does deals with the financials of the of the hospital. Oh man. Like All right, well, So yeah. he he's from the wire. Yeah. If you know that character or not, that actor. He was in the first two seasons of The Wire. Oh yeah, no, I recognize him. Yeah. And he was in um oh, what's the most it's a, it's a recent show with drug dealers. Oh, uh Power. Okay. He's in power uh, stars. Anyway, one but, of the, one of the power spinoffs. Excuse me. But um, I'm going to reference a, a thing we covered real quick. Remember how I was bitching about stepfather? Yeah. OG, where you had that character, and his whole motivation is I'm going to find out and stop this motherfucker. This dude is straight up stealing that handbook of I'm going to correct right or wrong, and fucking gets taken out like a fucking chump as soon as he like goes. Yeah. I'm going I'm to save these people. I, I've I've done too much evil yeah. here. Bring yeah. these people here. Yeah. And, Fucking headshot done before any like anything can be done. Yeah, pretty pretty yeah. sad. It it was a waste. I'm like <laughs> really, all that cutaway stuff for Why that. Why you? He's like, <laughs> all right, got my gun. I'm gonna like, oh, he's gonna fuck in. some shit up. I'm getting the basement. No. I'm gonna oh, head explode. Yeah, it's just like really. Yeah. Now we also get the uh, an early role from uh, Penguin, uh, from Gotham. Yeah, as the the son, shitty ass son, the rapey son, rapey son, very rapey. Yeah, which they allude to what he was like. What happened? So it played Jeffrey Coombs' character. It's, his son is played. I, uh, and I'm sorry, I forget the actor's name that played the Penguin on on Gotham, um, uh, the Fox show. And like before the dinner, he's just like, "What happened last time? Just is unacceptable." Yeah. So apparently, he went through with it last time. <laughs> like, oh, he keeps apologizing. He's like, "I am so sorry." No, he's doing it very snarky. He's like, "I said I was sorry." Yeah, like, dude, you're a dick. What a perv. And like, but you saw him. Like smile and like and like shimmer when the dude was getting beat. You're yeah. Like, oh, you. Dirty. You're talking about the sun, or you talking about it comes? The sun. Okay. The sun. Remember, remember that one war vet guy kept taking the lashings. Yeah. And like when it got to like the third round, so he was getting his oh, he's seventh, getting, eighth, he's, and ninth. He's getting off. Like the dude. Got, yeah, he's, he's totally like whacking off got, under the table. He's dude. got to change that pair of pants. Dude, after that. like it was terrible. What I'm saying with Jeffrey Combs is that later on, when like you know we almost have an escape, but the sun shows up and almost tries to rape you know Brittany Snow. And like when they get back, and literally Jeffrey Combs is like, "Look, we're torturing and we're killing, but we do not rape here." Like, yeah, we do not rape. <laughs> like, that, we do not rape. I apologize. I deeply apologize. We're trying for to that. be sophisticated. Like, you've killed like 
four motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're like, trying to be sophisticated. Yes. We you know? have honor here. Yeah. Uh, not really. There's rules. Yeah. There's They're going rules. with the whole this, this whole sociopath thing. There's rules in this game. Exactly. You know. Now I'm sorry, but they did show when they first enter because everyone's invited to a quote unquote dinner party, right? And the idea is that at the end of the dinner there will be a game, and then if you win the game. You will have everything taken care of, any debt, any whatever, will be taken care of in your life, and you'll be set. It's so, kind of like a- like the, Her brother has cancer. There's no fucking parents, apparently, and she's struggle busting to get a job you, to even pay you for- You get the idea that everybody there is, is desperate. Desperate for, so, for some reason. Kind of like Squid Games, where you're like- Kind of, yeah. Yeah, where you're just yeah. like- And he kind of tested out early, because he's like, talks pretty soon. He's like, so you're a vegetarian. What'd you do if a- Oh, before the meat? game starts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He pays you like- what is a grand, ten grand to eat meat? Yeah, and she ate not only part of it, it was steak and liver. Yeah, and so she ate organ meat and muscle meat. And then she goes after fucking Home Alone dude, and he's John, like, yeah, yeah, John Hurt, and so, look, fifty grand to kill his thirty year sobriety. Yeah, he had to kill a decanter of like that decanter was probably like thirty grand of worth of scotch, and he paid him fifty grand. Yep, that shit was so wrong, dude. I'm like, oh, this movie's gonna be cold. Yeah. And it was. And you learn. And it was. Like, All right, time to start the games. Well, I guess we establish, you know, you got to see how serious things are. And that's where pretty much, you know, again, John Hurt was just like, like, fuck this. Like, well, it was, it was after they rolled out the uh, shock, shock machine. Yeah. And he's like, well, you want us just to fucking hurt each other. Like, he's called it out from the beginning. He's like, you just want to see us hurt each other. This is fucked up. You're not going to do this. He gets up and w- tries to walk out because you get a chance to leave. Before the game starts, Jeffrey Combs' character is like, look, if you want to leave, you can do it now. Just to be a little more sadistic. Like, right. Look, you walk out, you get no money. Anybody? But you can go. And that you know, and then they don't. And the thing is, when they find out what hap- what's happening and they anyone tries to leave, they get killed. You had your chance. Too late. Yeah. You had your ch- and I I I get both sides of it because he's like really is being fair with it. It's like like if you stay, you're have a potential you chose to die. The money. Yeah. Exactly. So he's also like how desperate are people? It's that's what I'm saying. It's like yes, yeah, too much fucking money. They're too fucking rich because they, like I said, watching people that are struggling suffer even more to gain something that could help them out is is, is more enticing than money. And he's yeah. throwing all this, he's like throwing it there, throwing money and out. He has his butler and everybody yeah. working for him. That was well, butler like, was straight up like special forces in the UK somewhere. He was like some Alfred shit. Yeah, he was like that's my favorite torture collection. Blah blah blah. He, he kind of <laughs> reminded me of the butler from. Um, God damn it, the fucking wedding movie. Uh, the, I'm drawing a blank on now. Wedding Crashers? I don't know. No, no, I mean, the we covered it in, in, in one of the prior ones. Ready or Not? Ready or Not, yeah. yeah. The butler Which, there. This movie. Well, he's a butler, but he also can fuck Dude, there are two up. movies from watching this movie that clearly took the concept and switched it up a little bit, and it's Ready or Not, because it came out way later, Yeah. and Cheap Thrills. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're like, how they people that have so much money, they'd rather watch people do fucked up shit and suffer or cause they're, other people they're to just suffer. Bored. They're just yeah, bored. They're fucking bored, they're like, man. Oh, desperate people. And I mean, Brittany says motivation. It's not even for her. It's for her brother. It's for her brother. And Jeffrey Combs is like, look, you do this. Take care of him. Not only are you going to get money, I'm going to put him number one on the fucking list. Transplant. List. Transplant. That's so all the hospital bills up. covered and number one on the transplant. So the next fucking phone call. After that, could be your brother's got dude. it is is saved. Like that's fucked up, dude. I know this movie is such a fuck you, by the dude. way. It is such oh, a oh, fuck. we'll get to that. We'll get I, to it's that. Such a middle finger. <laughs> God, but that, damn. that adds to it so much because she, you know, 
So basically, yeah, it's just like would basically brings out the shock treatment, and we're not gonna go beat by beat for it, but it brings out the shock treatment thing, and they put a helmet on two people that are crossing each other, and he goes to one of the people, is like, all right, so would you rather electrocute yourself or so and so? And see, my name is Zero Guy. Did the right thing. See, I, I I thought if everybody did what he did in that first round, no one would have got eliminated. Right, but that's the whole thing is he wanted to see who's out for themselves. And who's like who like because you get uh what's her name Sasha Gray yeah fucking a and <laughs> with, he doesn't uh, hey, even God, it's Sasha Gray without a dick in her <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't even finish the question before she shocks the shit out of Grandma yeah. she's like now you can either and she's like already she's, she's already from something too who was Grandma from I yeah I don't know but I'm just that saying Sasha Gray is just as you can tell she's in it she doesn't give a fuck about anybody else Mm-mm. and she's like this is how you play the game this is how you survive. But she doesn't, she pretty much... But she was wrong. Because, like, literally, if you, if you had transferred over the shock around the table, everybody would have been shocked once, and everybody would have survived. The double shock, the people that took the double shock are the ones that died. Yeah. Because that's a lot. Because Homeboy took I, two shocks. Did anybody die from the shocks? I don't think anybody uh, did. No, he almost did. Yeah. The one dude uh, who ends up to, who he, actually makes he, it to the he, end. He thought Grandma was going to. Yeah. But she made it she through. It. She made it to the second round. And then when I got back to Homeboy... Remember, it was like, all right, you can choose to shock yourself or shock him. And he was like, oh, God, <laughs> please, I've already done this. But that's like level one. Mm-hmm. And then they pick up the ante, and it's the fucking stick. That, what, what, they, what is it called? Like a, It's a uh, stick and an ice pick. Right. But, but it's, what, an Afri- it's an African something. It ain't something. just a stick. It's like- There's a whole those, name. Yeah. It's like, it's like this is like an, uh, from African the Serengeti torture, torture, yeah. African whipping stick or some shit. And I'm like, God damn, bro. Dude, I don't know what wood that is. But holy shit. Yeah. That was rough. And this thing is, I feel like it's one of those where it's like very hard but hollow, so the swing can go down yeah, if you really see, if fast. You, if you look, and I don't know if it was like, everything in the film seemed practical, so I, I'm pretty sure it was this, like whatever they used, but it whips back. Yeah. But I'm like, there's, there's no solid stick that does that, so that bitch is like rubbery or something, man. Which there is rubber wood is a thing. Yeah. Like uh, poplar, there's tons of trees that are considered rubber wood where they're flex- when they're still wet, like ah, but that dude. poor dude. The first guy he got nine times or twelve, twelve, oh, yeah, twelve. He just literally is done. He's like, and it got to the point where at some point he's already passed out, and they're like, "We well, still alive," so he still counts. And you have the characters being like, "Well, I mean, he's he won't feel it as bad because he's yeah. passed out." So they do it again. You do it again, and then and then the Jeffrey Gomes character is like, "Hey, uh, yeah, he can't he can't move forward, so he's he's out. Yeah, he's done. So they just kill him. The best <laughs> though is that one of them's like, look. Because the grandmother, in a wheelchair, legs paralyzed, he's like, I hate to do this, but you're not going to feel it. Yeah, and stabs her. He stabs her. Well, it kills her. He kills the femoral artery. Stabs, yeah. Femoral. You fucked up, dude. Stabs her in the femoral artery, dude. I'm like, what the but, fuck? Now, say that right. Is it femoral or femoral? One of the two. Stabs saying, her there. She actually has, in my opinion, the easiest death. She just bleeds out and she goes to sleep. bleeds out, head down. Goes like, to sleep. Of everybody there? Yeah. Easy as death. She kind of had a easy like, death. Yeah, they kind of were nice to her. <laughs> Um, well, I don't know. Homeboy at the end's got the easiest death, really, because it's, it's it was it's was, it was quick. He didn't feel anything. It's right in the heart, dude. He's dead. Yeah, but yeah. you're still bleeding out, and like, well, he had to cut his eye. But I, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but she literally can't feel her legs. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when that happens, she just gets like, dizzy oh, oh. and then pass out. And yeah. Dead. So she had the easiest. And Trailer Boy Boy's the one who stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. He's like, well, you're not gonna feel it. <laughs> but we start losing characters here and there. Um, and it, I think it's Dude, because- Sasha Gray just straight kind of stab her anyway. Britney Snow I was like, yeah. "What a bitch!" Oh, she's and she's just like she tells her about. It. She's like, "I'm out for myself. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck about y'all." So it's it's 
it's stressed over and over again that not, and you can tell Jeffrey Combs is like that, I want I want a couple of these. I mm-hmm. want a couple people that give two shits about everybody else. So nobody's gonna help you because you're fucking everybody over. So I I, I do want to say so John Hart was the first death gunshot to the face because he like I said he called him out and got up try to leave got shot in the face. But when he walked into that room, there's a specific scene where it shows them he moves the curtain back and it's plywood. Yep. Ding ding ding. I'm sorry, dude. If I go to a dinner party, like, like if you look at the window in the studio right now and you open it, there's a window behind it you can see. If I go to any any fucking place and I see that and I have the option to leave, I'm fucking out, dude. Yeah. Like I'm not fucking sticking around. Like why are the why is the room boarded up? <laughs> like that's not cool. And so yeah, mind you, like there's drapes, but every window has fucking we don't know how thick, but it's got plywood on every window and the only door out is locked. Except for one time, like we talked about, the girl escaped. Someone yeah, after well, they, they rapey plot thing. out after yeah. after you know a couple of people second died. round after the second, second round. round yeah. They're like, all right, we're gonna do this. Grab the stick, revolt, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, work out too well. Dude. My neighbor's are all gets fucking shot. Brittany Stowe thinks she's getting away. That's when our doctor shows up. Mm-hmm. Is righting her wrong. Gets shot in the head. She pretty much almost gets raped by the son. Gets saved by the butler enough to come back come in back for and round do the three. round three. Which round three? Is, that... is where it gets fucking crazy. Oh, man. So at the round three, it's either he bring, rolls out a barrel full of water, completely full, except for like the top three inches, and then he throws a bunch of cards out on the table and envelopes. Well, he gives, I, I, I think he hands them He hands them each a card. That's right. He hands them each a card. And it's like either hold your breath for two minutes in the barrel, and I mean two minutes, like your, your head's down either way. Yeah. If you can't do it, you're dead. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's you your head's not coming 30, up in two minutes. You're swallowing water. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, or take the card. Everyone's like, well, who the fuck can hold their breath for two minutes? Average person can't do that. So but he's like, the cards might not be as bad as the water. Yeah. He's full of shit, by the way. Dude. Those, every one of those cards is fucked up. It's fucked up. But to me, technically, the worst one is the second one where she took the barrel. So the first dude took the card and it was, he had to lose an eye. So he had to cut. Now, the, I thought the first one was the cherry bomb in the no, hand. No, that's, that, that was, that was third. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was it the first one? Yeah, it was the first one. Cause, like he's like, look, it could be a dud. And he's like, you know, maybe that's why. It's no, on the that card. was after. No, that happened after the eyeball. But I'm came. just saying, he literally yeah. has his hand explode, dies anyway from a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dies from a heart attack because that was third. Because then Sasha Gray was the fourth, and she didn't think she could hold her breath for two minutes. Took her card, and she had a card that was showed the barrel with a four. So she had to hold her breath for four minutes. <laughs> yeah, I would have had, dude. Uh, literally half the time, like this round three, I would have just ran after somebody who so would shoot me. Like fuck this, you wouldn't feel the bullet if they shoot you in the head. Like, yeah, I'm not. That, do, I'm not drowning. And that's where I. Well, I. I thought it was hers because the dude with the that cuts his eye sees like, like. And he starts it off. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, so that he was, cuts that his was, eye, and they they didn't show it though. Yeah. They, they oh, did we mention to... there's a time limit? It's not like you get to think much. You got ten seconds to make a decision. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, gets yeah. down to one, and it's just about like, well, we're gonna fucking shoot you or cut your fucking no, he's eye. Gonna, I think that's what it is. They're not gonna unless you do something to them and charge them and give them a reason to shoot you. They were going to shoot one like someone else. Like you cut your eye, we kill her. Yeah. So I think it was. I think they had a gunpoint in Brittany Snow. To one, and then quick grab. Like yeah, you don't see any of it, which I know killed Hunter. He's like, oh, God damn it! I was expecting. Well, yeah. that, that's the whole premise of the fucking poster. But God when damn Brittany it. Snow's character, she picked the breath thing. She picked holding her breath in the barrel for two minutes and did it. And then they they were like, oh, "What was your card?" And it was a tooth. And he was, and I thought I'd be like, oh, you pull a tooth out, like you cut an eye. No, pull all your Every teeth out. Every teeth, yeah. See, no, fuck, shoot me. Fuck that. Fucking shoot That's me. That's what I'm saying. He was fuck so full that. of shit. He's like, well, the card might be better. None of the cards, I mean, drowning sucks. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, yeah, none of the cards were good. Like, no. 
Because Dynamite thing, that ha- yeah. And then it comes down to Eyeball Dude and because Dynamite Dude get killed, I, which I don't understand. He just lost, he blew his hand blew up. He did, but he had a heart attack. Literally, oh, that's where he had a heart attack. Yeah, that's that's where he had a heart attack. The, yeah, his yeah. hand blew up. He could have survived that technically. Mm-hmm. Could have made it to the last round. But he fucking had a heart attack. Later, the brother's like, uh, dead, sir. Mm-hmm. Like, That's heart right. attack. Yanks him out. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the dude who cut his eye and Brittany Snow survived the uh, the barrel thing. So it comes down to basically a bullshit version of a duel. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be honest. You still think, is she going to be able to, like, she's, oh, yeah. she's pretty much sacrificed herself a couple times in the earlier rounds. She does the barrel and got lucky as shit. But you're still like... You think that other guy the, the, of the last two, he's the one that's going to be like, I hate to do this, and like have a turnaround. No, dude. As but soon as he started her. telling her a story, because she had the gun, as, and it was her choice, because she pretty much led all rounds. Yeah. As soon as he started telling her a story, right in the heart. like I, if, She was like, I know if you tell me this shit about your sisters, I won't be able to do it. Yeah. He, right in the fucking heart, he's dude. He's like, mid Nope. Too bad. Yeah, it's like literally like, yeah, see, I've got three, bam, like, oh, and shit. And they had the same opportunity, so you didn't know, you really didn't know who's going to do it. Yeah, she did. And then he's like, hey, congratulations, winner. Hey, like, that was, wow, that was a fit, that was a spicy one or some stupid yeah. shit like that. I was like, oh, a lot of unexpected things happened tonight. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. It, and then, of course, so she she knows everything's taken oh, care of. She goes home. Goddamn. Birds are chirping. It's morning. It's morning. Sun's out. She, she goes survived. In. I mean, she like. She survived. And she took care of her brother. She, she goes in. Her brother's still asleep. She showers. Comes honestly, out. Honestly, she made it pretty good. Only like a stab, a, stab, a fucking yeah. almost drowning. Yeah. Like, for the most part, she didn't get that fucked up. Unscathed. Yeah. She comes out of the shower. It's like, damn, brother's not up. What the fuck? Goes in there. And so... Before she goes to the party, she was like, hey, I'm going to go out for tonight. You're going to be cool alone by yourself. And I think it was a mix between him feeling like he's holding her back and also he can't go out with his friends and he doesn't know that there might be hope in sight. Well, he took a shitload of pills. Yep. And choked on his own vomit. Apparently. So what's crazy is- There's a note. So I'm pretty sure it was a suicide. No, it was a, no, it was a yeah. suicide. But I mean, like he he's they found her on his side with vomit out. So I guess he didn't. He wanted to go out, going to sleep, and not choking on his own vomit. Yeah, I so think he, he just took it off, and his body just shut down. And mm-hmm. and know, then the movie comes ends. out of yeah. And then it and ends. it's like like we're like talking about like miss level fuck you. We're like I'm just saying she did this. Speci- she didn't give a fuck about the money. She did this for him. And just like a wop, wow, like she brother's he, gone. He kills his brother's gone. Everything she went through that night, yeah, was, was for, for him. nothing. Now, and he's like, "I'm holding you back. I'm gonna and like motherfucker." But she also didn't say, "Hey, I'm going to this di- dinner tonight. I might come back with the bills taken care of." Like th- that's a, see, communication is key, people. Yeah, because I yeah. guarantee he wouldn't have killed himself. Communication is key. Don't hide shit. Yeah, <laughs> communication. And key. maybe he was just waiting for I'm gonna go out with my friends and just like okay, she's moving on. It, it, this is better now. But she said that instead of saying, hey, I'm going to this potential businessman about getting you to the top of the list. Hey, no, all, none of that. All of that. For nothing. Man, such a fuck you. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, that's, uh, that's all we got for Would You Rather. Uh, but before you go, take a listen to what's going on the GUI Network. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch. 
My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-Movie Abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May May the the schlock be with you. All right, so every show you just heard, every trailer you just heard could be found on GUIPodcast.com and anywhere you get your podcasts, but, we, you know, please go to GUIPodcast.com, go to our links tab, click on Public, and go buy some rad GUI merch. Boom. We greatly appreciate it. Spooky, spooky, boo-hoo, boo-boo-boo season, whatever. Get all kinds of shit, you know, shirts, tote bags, stickers, all fun kind of shit. Yep, tons of- So many designs. So many designs, tons of rad shit. Definitely go check it out. We'd love to see people, you know, tag tag us, tag GUI, tag a bunch of people in it. Be fucking awesome. Especially um, them hoodies. Oh, the, the hoodies. hoodies. Yeah, there's literally a sale right now. I bought two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's about a chopping block for me. It was, for being an 11-year-old film, it felt really original. Having already seen the movies, like I said, that came after it, Cheap Thrills and Ready or Not are directly, like, Oh Link yeah, and, that. And that, and it's funny you bring up Chief Rose. I completely forgot about that. That's literally like do this or that. Hey, yeah. like, but it's not. It's not like saw level. Like you know, you got to cut your stomach out. Like yeah. it's could open up. your skull and take out but a piece I of your brain. What what is different is is that like like you can decide early on about what happens to somebody else or yourself. So it's it's not just straight saw like about saving I, yourself. And I was right? into the movie. Yeah, that's the thing is I was into the like just. Like what each character is gonna do. Mm-hmm. So, he said most of them were good, except for kind of Sasha Gray's character. Yeah, she's a bitch. She was a bitch, yeah. man. And she had four minutes under the fucking she drowned. <laughs> she yeah. drowned. She didn't. Which she is made a like, shitty fucking way to drown. That's what I'm saying, dude. If I got that, ocean. I would try to. I would figure out some way to just fucking kill me. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to drown in a barrel like with someone's forcing my head down. And I get we talked about, it, but Jeffrey Combs is just He's really stellar. He's st- he, fucking he, he's stellar. not that bonkers crazy. He's just fucked up and sadistic. But he goes for the rules. He gives, and he's very like time is ticking. Like mm-hmm. I think him that kind of puts it over the top for me. Wonder how many generations this was going on because that's like wealth. That's generational money. Yeah. So I'm almost like, did did his dad do it with him? And you know what I mean? Like what? How did like? Yeah, you never know. Like yeah. he just got bored or what? So. Yeah, that, that it's yeah. But anyway, thoroughly enjoyed this film. It is, uh, where was it streaming at? I think on Prime. Is it on Prime? It's yeah. Prime or Shutter. 
So you got, it, you got to be it, careful with Prime. It's one of those movies that kind of just goes yeah. back and forth between Prime. It might be when on you TV say Prime, now. I know you're not ma- making sure you know where it comes. Maybe it's AMC Plus. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's solid. So definitely check it out. Until we talk to you again, embrace the madness. Podcast.com.